What up, everyone? It's your boy, and I am stoked to bring you another installment of the Lurk Report. This is episode five, and the man of the hour is Dashaun Whidbey, aka the People's Champ. Um, I invited Dashaun on the pod because he's pretty much everyone's favorite skater and human in the Charlotte area, and he's put in a ton of work for the culture, filming and producing a deep portfolio of local homie videos. Uh, giving a little shine to some up-and-coming talented skaters in the area. I've known him for many years now, but he's never exactly been the loudest one on the session, so I still think there's a lot I don't know about him. He's incredibly down-to-earth and humble, kind of a quiet dude, but I'm starting to get the hang of this podcast thing, so I'm pretty confident I can get him to run his mouth a little bit. Either that, or I'll just talk the whole time, because I don't really have a problem with that either. But... Yeah, we're going to talk skating, we're going to talk filming, we're going to get into all the intricacies and nuances of Dashaun's career, so stick around and enjoy. What's up, Deshaun? How's it going? Good. How you doing? Man, I'm excited. Yeah. Cranking out uh cranking out numero cinco. You're the fifth guest. I've tried to get like uh kind of a range of different people on the show and uh people that I know closely, people that I haven't really met before. Um I'd say you kind of fall somewhere in the middle because I've definitely known you for like a long time, but we haven't ever really sat down and like shot the shit one on one. So I'm pretty psyched to get into it. Um, Warm-up questions. What's your day-to-day grind looking like these days? What are you doing for work? Uh, I work at the Humane Society of Charlotte, like with animals. So yeah. I pretty much just clean them. And I'm also like animal care lead too. So I do like manager type deal stuff. So like order things and make sure to like delegate things with like... um my teammates and stuff so okay rad yeah yeah do animals take to you well you seem like a kind of guy i'd like to hang out with if i were a cat or dog uh i think so i've never <laughs> really had many issues with them yeah right yeah. on it's been going pretty well so far sick um what made you get into that field was it like through a friend or did you just always know you liked animals or man i would say prior to skateboarding because like i uh like met this friend his name is like surf mitchell takes photos Mm -hmm. um his girlfriend worked there they all hanged out a lot so just through that connection through skating she like told me that like they're they're hiring and then i tried it and then solid got a job there been there for five years yeah congrats man yeah that's sick i don't think i've ever had a job for five years yeah i'm a bit of a (laughs) i'm a bit of a bounce arounder yeah i haven't Um, like worked a job longer than two months so Okay, kind of right on. Myself. Well, all grown up, man. That's, yeah. Dashaun, the animal master, <laughs> the animal whisperer. Which you like better, cats or dogs? I don't really have a preference, really. <laughs> um, Safe answer. I don't really 
have time for a dog right now, but I would like to have one. Mm. I have a cat right now, though. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. You just met Mario in there. That's my cat. I've had him for a couple, just a couple of months now. He's uh, He's got a big personality, but he does kind of like to hide at first. He doesn't take to new environments very well, so I have him up here at my parents for just a temporary period of time, and when I first brought him in, he would just like hide in little cupboards and hide under the bed and everything, but he's, yeah. he's, he's warming up to it a little bit. Yeah, it's stiff me, so that's pretty good. Yeah. All right, man. Well, cats and dogs, good shit. Uh, <laughs> what about skating? Let's get into all that stuff. Um, you've got a deep resume of not only video parts that you've filmed, but also videos that you've put together. So that's kind of one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on was just to talk about what it's like being heavily involved as a filmer in a productive skate scene. So, um, jog the memory bank and, and we'll definitely fire into some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so I guess at the beginning growing up, I met you in Lenore. Mm-hmm. Is that where you grew up skating for the most part? Yeah, that's like where I started skating initially. Um, this year, like my cousin that I stayed with, his name was John Michael Chester. Okay. Sick. It's kind of a long name, but he was really cool. John Michael Chester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> he was really cool. Yeah, so shout out. I started skating through him. Yeah, I mean, had you always lived in Lenore? Is that where you grew up? I I would say I grew up there because I learned a lot of stuff about myself and people through there. Um, mm-hmm. But I lived in, like, Texas beforehand with, like, um, my stepmom and a bunch of, like, random people that just, like, came through the house and stuff. And before that, I'm lived in like North Carolina, different parts. So I mostly live in North Carolina, but I moved around a lot because my parents were in the military. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I was born in Germany. So. No shit. <laughs> yeah, kind of crazy. Interesting man. Don't remember it though. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I just I associate you, you with Lenore like through and through for the most part. Um, so my aunt and uncle lived there, so I was just whenever I was visiting them and I was bored, I would run down to the skate shop and drew shout out drew lindley shout out he'd be like yeah like these are the locals here's so and so that's dashawn go play him and skate and then you'd whoop me and i'd be like damn (laughs) that guy's sick (laughs) oh man um so skating in lenore what were some of your favorite spots let's get into that oh man uh dude every time i would like skate with like my friends there i would like go looking for like like stuff and like find something and they would say it's not a spot (laughs) i don't know i just like would just try to like make something out of nothing most times yeah so like the spots i would in probably aren't really spots (laughs) it's just stuff i would just randomly hit but there's like the famous like uh well the lenore famous like triple set like called triple two it's like a two flat two flat two yeah that thing's buck. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, it I think I've good on camera. <laughs> yeah, I think I've sailed off that thing once or twice. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a good one. That's probably the most proper spot in Lenore. Like it's actually a good like the ground is actually good. Mm-hmm. I guess you there's not a whole lot of run up, but you can make it work. So by all standards, yes, that's a legitimate skate spot. Whereas like some of the other stuff in Lenore that I like to skate, you would take someone there and they're like it's why like, are we here? Yeah, like, what's let's, up, dude? What are you doing? Yeah, here? <laughs> you can't film anything here. My favorite spot's the uh, the Beale Street Banks, where it's like kind of downhill, but the sidewalk has a little embankment uh, up to it. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's was so sick. For sure. Yeah. Cause you can, even if you're not like doing a hard trick, you can just bomb the hill and like carve the bank a bunch. Yeah. I think I shot a photo of you doing like a all over the fire hydrant like Dude, a while back. Holy hell. That must have been. I don't been know like, where that's at though. <laughs> yeah. That was probably like 2012 or something. That was forever ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember when that spot first got built. It was like, dude, this thing's sick. Yeah. Because at the time it was like the pavement was like really nice and smooth. It's kind of crusty now over time, but yeah. And then of course you got the rec center. I know oh. you filmed a lot of sick lines there. <laughs> um, I don't remember if it was in your latest video part, but you casually threw in like a kickflip up the four, which like it went by quick in the video part, but in my head I've been there and I'm like, yo, that's actually jacked. <laughs> so I thought that was sick that you're filming lines at the same spot you like grew up skating and probably have skated for 10 15 years now yeah long time i yeah. always try to bring like my charlotte friends down so they can like yeah. see what i grow skating they tend to seem to like it so yeah for sure like i've definitely noticed or i've definitely met up with you a few times where we had a crew of people who were like way better than me that could do those spots more justice and i'm like <laughs> i would always be really surprised at first of all that people would actually want to skate lenore second of all the people actually would skate it and produce like really sick footage mm-hmm. so yeah maybe it's goes back to the whole appeal of the east coast crust factor where it's like the spots are not really spots and they look like shit so you know they must be hard to skate and it makes for an interesting video yeah lenore skate park revival there was like a weird point in time where you couldn't really skate there or they locked it or required pads or something mm-hmm. yeah do you know can you speak to that situation at all? Uh, I think like beforehand, we didn't have to like wear pads and stuff. Like, cause Drew Lindley, he like was heavily invested in like making that skate park happen. Mm-hmm. Thank God he did. Cause it's like my favorite skate park, all the drop down ledges and Dude, stuff. Still to this day. Yeah. Dude, that's People my favorite skate park thing. in the world. You awesome. haven't been everywhere, but I love it. Um, yeah, so he made that happen, like keeping everything like around three feet so you didn't have to wear pads and helmets. And um, apparently like some city official guy, his kid or something, like hurt himself. Huh. And then like he made like all these regulations where you had to wear like pads and helmets <laughs> and stuff. And then um, I think it was like that for years and no one would really like go there and then I don't know where they just kind of opened it up because mm-hmm. I guess the times are changing. I don't know. Yeah. That was probably like two years ago or something. Yeah. Cause I remember living in Boone, you could hit the Lenore park on the way down to Morganton and get like a little two for one, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. But yeah, that park is definitely like, it's kind of confusing at first. <laughs> you're yeah. like, huh, this design's odd. Like if you've never been there, you're probably scratching your head a little bit. Um, but I mean, it's like the hometown park, like it's sick, you know, it's just a yeah. tiny little make something out of nothing kind of park. And, uh, yeah, it's a blast if you're like already in the area. Yeah. I always go back and just go skate that, have like more fun than I have in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <Honestly. laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> you kind of do. I love that place. Yeah. I mean, why do you like, one thing that surprised me was like Lenore's kind of like a little small hole in the wall town, but it actually had like pretty pretty pop and skate scene like do you why do you think that is uh drew lindley in his skate shop no <laughs> shit yeah. yeah that was main yeah main skate shop huh? he like raised me so like literally raised me mm-hmm. you know, like 
he definitely shaped me in my skating. So definitely like really grateful for him. Yeah, big shout out. Yeah. His shop was super sick too. Like it was a little safe haven where he would let you skate inside and like yeah he would let me like play his drums in the back like when i was just bored and wanted to not hang out with my family yeah. go chill at maine and it was like this cool little sanctuary yeah so he put so much work into that skate shop like mm-hmm. the last one i was there that place was like awful before like he like put his hands into it it was like all this like crusty carpet and like concrete pulled it all up and like chopped the concrete up and painted it and like and the bottom there's like this cellar there's like three levels to like the skate shop but at the very bottom is like this cellar and like someone was like prepping for like the end of the world or something (laughs) so it's just like all these like old food like rotting and we had to wear like all these suits and stuff and like clean it all out (laughs) spiders and stuff crawling on me it was pretty crazy. And then, like, the upstairs was, like, where he, like, lived. Yeah. I was Actually, it say. was, like, four levels. Because above that was just, like, this big attic. And he would huh. just, like, do graffiti up there. It was cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Lenore's a cool little town. I mean, there's, like, I feel like there's a lot of little cutty properties like that that you could probably rent out for cheap. Yeah. Like, just the cost of living there is probably a lot lower than some of the surrounding cities. But, yeah, like, main board shop definitely like left a lasting impression on me it's a shame he couldn't keep it going longer but definitely had a good run like two locations he's probably open for oh he had like, like three locations oh did he yeah. okay i only knew about two of them yeah me run a lot <laughs> sick yeah yeah definitely had a good run andrew looks like he's doing well i've seen him here and there like probably saw him about a year ago mm-hmm. killing it got a sick house got yeah. a family and everything uh as for the rest of the lenore scene yeah, name drop some of the homies. Who was who was killing it in Lenore while you were growing up? Oh man. Uh obviously Drew, Jake Pike. <laughs> Love Jake. Uh my friend Donald Dabner. Oh yeah. I loved him. Yep. I still love him. I can't say loved. <laughs> uh does he still skate? Yeah, he does from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um he's like busy with like the cut and tattooing. Um, Josh Johnson, he had like so much pop and would just jump down stuff. I don't know, all my friends, honestly, they all like sparked me in some way. Yeah. Like helped me learn and grow in different ways. So yeah. Shout out to all of them. Sick. And just Lenore in general. <laughs> yeah. One of my interview questions was why is Jake Pike the worst skater in Lenore? <laughs> oh my God. But. I don't know. Dude. He used to kind of bully me. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. I remember this one instance where, like, we were at this one place called, like, when Dixie or Dixie Ledge or something. It was, like, a ledge they made. And, like, there was, like, this little pole jam. And I just thought it was kind of weird. So I was, like, messing with it. I was like, how does this work? And I guess I was messing it up. And I remember him just, like, punch me in the arm. I, like, <laughs> almost wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> But like yeah. over time as I got older, we just kind of like grew up together. That's so hilarious. Pulling me anymore. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I yeah. was probably doing some dumb things. I also remember one time I was just clipping my nails like in his room, like probably <laughs> thinking about it, just like putting toenails fly everywhere. It's so ridiculous. So I guess I probably deserved it. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I think his love language is like giving people a hard time. 
yeah. anytime I go up, I still skate with them nowadays. Like every once in a while, I go up to Hickory and have a shithole session with him. And he's always just like heckling me so hard yeah. to the point where he's like a little fly in your ear. It's definitely Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love him. Gotta every, love every, him. I feel like every crew needs that one person that like stirs it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Good shit. Um, damn. Yeah. Uh, so now that we're like stuck back in this era still, um, board paradise that was a good one i remember having a couple of sessions with you there and uh some of the footage you put out from board paradise was like mind melting when i would actually go there and like that little uh it's kind of like a bank to bank thing like sort of a wall ride (laughs) yeah i like barely knew how to like kick turn that thing and you're big flipping into it and doing all sorts of crazy shit that was super rad like how often do you think you would go down and skate there that was probably a half hour away from lenore yeah, it's not that far. Um, you'd go there, like, all the time. I guess because we didn't have, like, the Lenore Skate Park. And um, E-Trade was working there, so we were pretty good friends with him. Mm-hmm. So we just got there and skate with him while he was working. And also, like, on rainy days. Yeah. Just go up there a lot. What do, you mean? Indoor. <laughs> what do you let you in for free or make you pay still? Uh, he let me in for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like after a while, um, I think for a while I didn't have to wear like a helmet either. It was kind of cool. Sick. Yeah. That's definitely the homie hookup. Yeah, for sure. And also you wonder why, like, <laughs> not that that's the reason, but a lot of indoor skate parks like don't really last. And I think that's kind of like some, something to do with it is like the owner or the workers just become homies with everyone and like stop making them pay. Yeah. <laughs> But, man, I really liked the layout of that park. I love that pyramid with, like, the low flat bar oh, that yeah. went, like, across and down. Yeah. And then I saw you do some wizardry on the little outledge on that thing. I think oh, I was trying the to... the makeshift one we made. Oh, ma- yeah, maybe it was. <laughs> I just... That was fun. Yeah, I just remember trying to tail slide it, and, like, next thing I knew, you had, like, kickflip backtailed it. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, there he goes again. <laughs> you can't be stopped. <laughs> becoming more and more powerful every time i see you skate but yeah hickory's kind of killing it now like they've got some they've got a good scene there like shithole is going they got the old uh highland park back too Mm -hmm. i feel like if i lived in hickory i wouldn't be like bummed on the skate situation like it seems like a cool place yeah and yeah when's the last time you've been back up that way uh i went to the shithole like maybe oh um two months ago it was kind of hot, so it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, I went there with, like, Ethan Kaplan and Joey Dennis. That was sick. I think Mark Jackson, too. Yeah. They were just, like, going up there to, like, warm up and then go to Lenore. And okay. we ended up getting stuck there and didn't even make it to Lenore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just get, like, one hickory spot, though. But it was pretty fun. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah, that spot's a good time. I like it. What uh, What spot did you actually skate? Was it the high school? Uh, no, it was like some handrail at the, some college. It's like a small white rail. Yeah. Yeah. Probably something I would walk past and not think of as a spot. It's pretty better. It's like a little skate park handrail. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I'm sure I'd find a way to taco the hell out of that thing and end up in a hospital. Yeah. I'm not skating that thing either. I don't (laughs) like handrails. (laughs) You and me both, man. (laughs) Right on, man. Well, what, about what time did you, uh, move to Charlotte? Um, like permanently, because weren't you kind of back and forth a little bit for a while? 
Uh, that was just because I was homesick, but I was just like living in Charlotte. Okay, word. That's why I was always like coming down. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. But I learned how to like make friends finally. Yeah. No, it's um, not easy to do. I can totally relate. Charlotte's like such a big and overwhelming city too. Yeah. I think it was around like 2012 or 13 mm-hmm. when I moved down there. Started yeah. really after high school because I graduated in 2011. So. Yeah checks out um why why did you move um at the time i was living at um drew lindley's parents house because he like moved into the skate shop and my mom's like overseas and my dad was overseas because they worked like in the military so Mm -hmm. i was always staying with family members um then my mom was like gonna come back she was like um you can either live in Charlotte or Florida. And I was like, I'll live in Charlotte to be closer to my friends. I can just drive down and see them. Yeah. Which I'm kind of glad because Florida's kind of, it's awesome, but I can't imagine myself living there. I'd be yeah. like a whole different person. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, and you've definitely, you're like synonymous with Charlotte at this point. Like you think Dashaun, you think Charlotte. It's like, you're definitely very like integrated into the skate scene and everything by this point. It's like, yeah, we all would have been bummed if you moved to Florida, too. Been like, damn, there he goes. Yeah, I don't know. No I butter. I really know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> no butter there. local Dashaun videos. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, cool, man. So, yeah, I guess that part of my question was, like, if you could have chosen, would you still have moved, or do you think you would have just, like, kicked it in Lenore? Man, I'm kind of glad that she made me make a choice, because it definitely helped me, like, grow Mm-hmm. in like more ways than just skating so yeah i probably would have stayed in lenore honestly <laughs> which probably would not been good for me just because like at one point in time i was getting like super bummed out because everyone was doing their own thing and i was kind of wanting to skate more and charlotte's yeah. definitely like a better place for really skating consistently so I i totally relate to that like i think it's important in life like in some situations to just be like cast into the fire you know what i mean like yeah just you got to push yourself and try some difficult shit sometimes and like if you're never challenged then you don't like understand how to deal with adversity Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you could just be kind of like staying in your little small town like not really trying anything new you'd be fine but i don't know you wouldn't have had as many like valuable experiences or anything i've bounced around i've like moved to a lot of different places by this point and uh feel like I definitely kind of learned something new or like grew in a different way from every time I've had to do that. Glad you ended up here though. Um, about, about like where in your skating slash moving process did you get into filming? Like, were you Um, still in Lenore when you started filming or how that happened in Charlotte? Oh man. Um, I was like very interested in filming because Jake Pike would film. Oh, so I was always like, man, like filming's cool. Mm-hmm. I was just interested just by seeing like how he was doing it. And then um, I picked up like my cousin's camera. It was like a little like camera she would take pictures of herself with. So I just started taking pictures okay. while he like filmed. And the pictures just never caught on time, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I just gradually started like, doing photography first okay and then my friend Trent Morrison in Hickory 
he was like a different level of filming because he would like I don't know he was like very creative and like film a certain way I remember him filming like at the board paradise skate park with the steering wheel thing it was kind of crazy sick <laughs> and like it was filming Aaron Pennington and I would just watch <sighs> that video like over and over and over and I was like man I want to like film yeah. so I got like a little camera and started filming like around like after high school so like around 2011 or probably in high school 2010 mm-hmm. but like I didn't have like all the proper equipment but it was like a start yeah yeah so wait what was the first thing you were filming on you said it was like your cousin's point and shoot camera or something oh i i started taking pictures initially first okay right because jake was filming so Mm. it kind of like led me to that first and then i started like um doing both of those yeah gotcha yeah Yeah, i I was definitely going to get into the photography a little bit too i wasn't sure which one came first so i didn't like know how to structure it into the interview but yeah, I'd I'd like to nerd out on the photography thing for a little bit too, because filming is like I don't know it. It's weird. Like you kind of have like the instant gratification with filming, but with photos, like I know you shoot a lot of film and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of more of a sacred art, in my opinion. Like it's it's not quite as accessible. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just wanted to like pick your brain and figure out how you got into all that stuff. I mean, like what what are you shooting on for the most part nowadays versus back then when you started. Um, so I started with like that camera I was talking about. It was just a little digital. Yeah. It was like one you can just buy like CVS or something. Mm-hmm. Cause I guess that was like popular and like girls just taking pictures of themselves. <laughs> like they yeah. duck face and stuff. So I would just Making always steal that face. camera. I remember she would get mad cause I would take it. It was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and then I asked for like a camera like for Christmas or something. Then I got like a, I still have that camera too. It's like a Sony A850. It's like digital. Okay. Yeah, I started like shooting like skate photos with that. And then I didn't start shooting film until I moved to Charlotte, which I don't know how that sparked. I probably saw someone shooting film and I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Try it out. So I feel like that's how it would start with anyone since it's not like a practical form of technology anymore it's definitely more about like the artistry behind it and like the tactile process of developing and everything and in that sense like shooting skate photos on film is kind of a gamble too because like you have no idea if they're going to come out good and imagine the film gets kind of expensive and everything too but is that like part of the fun of it to you is that why you like doing it oh i just do it yeah <laughs> I don't know. it's, it's not just... that deep huh not really. I always <laughs> just have like my um, camera in my bag, my book bag that I always carry with me. Mm-hmm. Just because like sometimes in social situations, I just like having stuff to do in my book bag. So I have like coloring books and like sick, like drawing books just to keep <laughs> myself occupied. So I don't have to talk to people. <laughs> um, so I just do that. Um, or sometimes I'll just walk around and carry with me and just shoot stuff yeah. for on trips. Yeah, that's dope. So nothing like too, like thoughtful, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's perfectly valid too. Like not all art has to have like some crazy statement or like message behind it. Sometimes it's like fun to do. Yeah, I think it's more just simple expression. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it means something, but I couldn't tell you what it means. Yeah. <laughs> do you um do you like remember who the early people were that got you into film photography? Were 
I don't know. All right. I know everyone now that like inspires me. <laughs> Shout them out. Uh, my roommates, uh, Kara Perry and Robert Von Hendrich. Uh, Drew Dolan, Dope. obviously. He's amazing. The homie. Um, good stuff. Poor Jarrell. He's really good. I'm not sure if he's shooting film, but I think he is. His yeah. photos are amazing. Yeah, I like those guys a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I don't know a whole lot about cameras, so I'm not sure how far I could, like... <laughs> carry this conversation but i don't know much either yeah <laughs> i just know how to load and set my stuff <laughs> boom there you go yeah well, my dad was uh he was in photojournalism and uh he was always shooting cameras the entire time we were growing up to the point where like when i'm in my teenage angst phase i'm like dad that's so annoying stop it quit taking pictures mm-hmm. and but like now i can go back on the computer and look at like every little phase of my life and i think it's super cool and i'm really glad he did it yeah, so. you never know until like later on how yeah. beautiful it is. Shout That's out photography. Love it all. Um, well, yeah, so you don't like take your camera on skate missions like intentionally? Like you, you just skate photos when like you're around and you have the camera? Like I know you yeah. probably don't like make like a hustle out of like selling photos or prints or anything. You just kind of do it for for shits and giggles. Like, Yeah, I just have it with me. Mm-hmm. I always have my book bag, so yeah, I could sit in my car right now. <laughs> Sick, cool man. Well, that's what at Dashon Photo on Instagram. I know you got some good shit on there, so I'll turn the people on, get you a couple more followers. <laughs> Thank you. Your empire can expand. <laughs> <laughs> my social empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sick. So, this point in the story, you've kind of just moved to Charlotte. Uh, who were some of like the early homies you were skating with in Charlotte? Like some of the first people you met and oh man, got uh, in a crew with. The first person I met was AJ Henderson. He lives in uh, California now, and like Marcel Pulowski. Sick. Uh, he's amazing. Yeah. And then Eddie Green from Lincolnton. He would come down to Charlotte all the time. It seemed like he lived in Charlotte, but um. We kind of like skated together and there was like Avery Glean and Zach Booty Patrol Zach. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. That I sounds familiar. I can never familiar. pronounce his last name. So I always <laughs> just make something up every Booty time. Patrol. <laughs> yeah. I forgot up. about the Booty Patrol videos. Those were sick. Yeah. So wait, so that was like Zach's brainchild? Uh, no, it was all of ours, but he like actually made it like, huh. or maybe it was his, I don't know. But he actually like made an effort with it, like yeah. made shirts and stuff. Dude, yeah, those videos were sick. I thought they were, like there was like really good music and like smooth editing and everything. Like, mm-hmm. but it was kind of satire because like, why are you called Booty Patrol? Yeah, like, yeah shit it was, was hilarious. So random how that name occurred. Like we were just oh yeah uptown. The and, origin story. Let's hear it. Yeah, we were just uptown like skating, and I think like there's like this one clip of like a bunch of girls screaming after like Eddie did a trick or something, and then. Maybe like someone just said booty patrol or something and then that's just kind of like how it started. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, sometimes names like that just stick. Like there's yeah. not I I'm I'm really big on like nicknames and like brand names and everything. I always want to know like the story behind them, but sometimes like I've found that more often than not there's kind of not one. Yeah. Like names that really stick and like are impactful. 
they kind of just happen and like a light bulb goes off and you're like, yeah, that's it. Like that's yeah. the one. It's just like something dumb with your friends most times and it's just yeah. like a good name from that. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I think I remember like coming across you guys a few times. Like I was pretty aware that that was your crew because I met Marcel and Eddie through you for sure. Um, oh yeah, Zach Motz was there too. Yeah, I yeah. I, I swear like, like I was two Zachs, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but big fan of Eddie skating. One of the first times I skated with him, he was launching himself off of a roof in Lenore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought that was savage. Dude, that roof's crazy. Yeah, he yeah. plywood up there to all the off of Oh, he did, didn't he? <laughs> was Were you like, did you help orchestrate that mission? Like, how'd that go down? Oh, we would always like go from Charlotte to like Lincolnton to Hickory to Lenore because it was all like mm-hmm. relatively like close. So we would just stop at Eddie's hometown and hit spots he knew and then Charlotte Marcel would show us like Charlotte spots and I would show them Lenore spots. Yeah. So it was just like us learning stuff through each other. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Some pretty fucking high caliber skating I remember too. I know Marcel had some serious chops. Eddie was like fun to watch too just because he was like a cannonball like just pure power and force like no tech just straight up like aggression yeah which is really entertaining and then yeah like that was a that whole like video series was cool because everyone kind of had like a different role like you were like doing like the soulful like tech manual combos and shit <laughs> and then yeah that's sick man that's like every crew needs like different oh man everybody has different duties within the crew yeah yeah, it's you just guys like characters are. in the movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely no exception. So I was doing some research and went back through your YouTube to like try to find stuff that uh, or like kind of figure out the arc of your career behind the camera, so to speak. <laughs> um, career. Yeah, right. <laughs> career, you yeah, that's uh, funny, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> sounds so official it was like two idiots with a couple of microphones like yeah tell me about your career oh man but all right what i was getting at was like before you started getting into full links you just had like a bunch of little kind of shorts and like edits and montages and stuff did any of those stick out to you as like particularly fun to film or like did any of them have like cool stories behind them or anything um not really i think i was just always trying to like practice filming so mm-hmm. i would just like try different things because i didn't care if i messed up at like the skate park or eastland yeah so i would try to get like really close or like find out how far i should be huh um so i was always just doing that to practice and i'll have stuff and just yeah. put something together because i like editing more than filming to be honest so it was fun just to like have something in one day and then let's go mess around with it sick yeah, yeah. and i'm sure like the crew was stoked too, just to like be able to watch themselves skate. Everyone who skates is secretly egotistical and they just want to watch themselves. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, definitely some good little shorts there. I think there is one where like maybe you and like Jason, like Cody Morgan were skating some backyard mini ramp. Oh yeah. That one stuck out to me. I was like, I don't know. That was cool. Like you could tell that was just sort of a one day like session where it wasn't like you were going to produce an awesome video it was like we're going to hang out and i happen to have a camera with me so like yeah let's make something out of it does that kind of describe how you were operating with filming during that time like did it just sort of happen whenever like casually yeah for the most part i think me and jace were gonna go film street skating that day or something but he was like at the ramp warming up and i was just filming 
Oh. And Cody was there, and I was like, oh, cool. I'll just film that. Yeah. I think Cam was there, too. Cam Bennett. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Cam. There's, like, a clip in that video where he's like, um, damn, who stalled? I think Cody stalled, and then, like, Cam, like, stalled on his board or something. Hmm. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. Sounds like some Grom little kid skate park stuff. Yeah, that was pretty nice. That's right. <laughs> I would never. Cool. Yeah. When did you start teasing around the idea of like, yo, maybe a full length is something I could do? I don't even know. Man, the the lineup for like the first video just changed so much. Because mm-hmm. like, I, just, that, I don't uh, know what I was doing. Was that Rhythm and Blues? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Rhythm and Blues. I think... I just like made a teaser and then I was like, oh, this would be cool. Maybe I should ask him if you want to do a part or something. Oh, sick. And then it just happened that way. So you I, made a teaser before you knew he was going to be in it? Kind of. <laughs> I was like, I'm filming with these people, so I guess I'll just try to make a video with them. Yeah. Yeah. There's times too where like I would, I guess, like feel kind of like panicky, I guess, because I was like, oh man, like this person doesn't have enough footage for this song. So I would oh, always shit. be bothering them. <laughs> so right. I think I bothered Leon a lot. I don't think he was really feeling it. Leon oh, Gary. Damn. <laughs> I was like, man, you need just try this trick. <laughs> like just anything. Yeah. Quick, go Ollie yeah. down that set a couple times. I'll get it multiple angles. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love getting B roll. That was probably my favorite part of filming. Okay. Yeah, it was Sick. fun. Yeah, just Cooking what like together. filming like random happenings that are going on around the session. Uh, not even that. I kind of like with filming. I learned that I like movement a lot more so than anything. Mm-hmm. So I like when things are just like keeping your eye busy. So yeah. I was trying to like find like little things that probably wouldn't even be used and just like plop it in there. Sick. And just yeah. trying to make it happen for little transitions and stuff. Yeah. Or like if someone hit my camera and there's like some little glare or something from like the lights. I did that once, like, at a night spot we were filming at. And, like, someone hit the camera and, like, these lights, like, glitched really weird. And I, like, slow-moed it and, like, um, it made this weird effect. And I just put it, like, as a transition, so. Dope. I would always just, like, do little things like that. Yeah. Stack and B-roll for when the homies don't come through with enough footage. Yeah. <laughs> Fill it out, you know? Yeah, of course. No, that's funny. Like, have you, um... It doesn't sound like you have any sort of like formal training in filmmaking or anything. Like, did you just learn everything you know about filming through just trial and error? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Still learning. Yeah. <laughs> but now having done it, do you like nerd out on filmmaking at all? Like, do you know about like techniques and technical terms and stuff like that? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know like yeah, I was technical reaching. terms on anything. I just kind of <laughs> like look at it and like think something's cool. And try not to go too much into, like, what I think is cool. Just kind of, like, try to fill it out. Mm-hmm. Get inspired a little bit, but not too much where, like, I lose a feeling I have about something. And just trying to do something different. Yeah. Like what I'm feeling. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I so, I mean, was there, like, when you, like, put it out there that you were going to start this, um, start making a full-length video for the first time, Rhythm and Blues, like, was there a philosophy or like a vision behind it or was it just like pure like let's go out and film some shit and i'll slap a name on it like uh, where did the whole rhythm and blues concept <laughs> come from i don't know i think i was listening to a lot of r&b back then but at first like i was like editing with like stupid songs not stupid but just like your typical songs so i would mm-hmm. like find through six mafia or like sick 
some that everyone knows, and I'll just edit with that. But I never, like, put them out. And then I was just, like, listening to, like, calmer music because I was, like, I guess growing up. And um, I don't know. I just, like, was like, oh, I never really see skate videos with, like, a bunch of R&B music. So I was like, oh, I'll just call it, like, rhythm and blues. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was dope. It was definitely, like, kind of, for lack of a better word, branded in a way that was memorable. Yeah. And it, but also at the same time, not being like gimmicky. Like I got thought it was cool. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes skating to like some smooth ass, like <laughs> R&B music. Like I'm down with it. Yeah. My family was pretty hyped on like the song choices. Yeah, dude, for sure. Everyone was trying to make me do like a R&B part two. And I was like, nah, that'd be kind of true. Yeah. Like, it's like you, you, you've done it once. It's going to take like, away from the first one. Yeah. yeah so. no, good point. What about like equality or art of a hiatus? Like what was kind of the the thought process behind those? Oh man, equality around that point in my life, I was kind of like going through some like things in my head, I guess, where like I was just like seeing people just not being very kind to each other and like skateboarding was kind of a weird place then, I think. Like everyone had their clicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, what would be like, something nice to keep people together or like do something with just whoever just film whoever Mm -hmm. um so i was just trying to film anyone honestly yeah so it was like like, first time i was filming like jermaine oh sick he kind of joined yeah so it was just sort of like a unifying like mission for everybody to get behind Mm -hmm. so i was getting i was looking at a bunch of like silver rights stuff then too and that stuff was like really inspiring so i would like find snippets of like speeches and stuff and try to like throw it in there mm-hmm. i think the intro to that was kind of too much though it was very long I yeah i would have would have did something different but it is what it is yeah you've got like a lot of shit out there so i wasn't able to go back and rewatch all of it but um yeah so that one doesn't come to my mind but I think I took it out on YouTube because it was so long. Okay. People aren't going to watch the video because this intro is not even something I made, but it's so long. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, when you have creative control of something, it's really hard to like, especially if you're not like fully confident in your vision, it's hard to just like let it ride like that. Yeah. I do it like, I'm lucky with this podcast and that I can go back and cut out all the dumb shit that I say. <laughs> but like, yeah, totally. Like I, I fully feel that when you're like, oh man, like this creative choice, like I don't think it was a good idea after the fact. Mm-hmm. Let me go back and just kind of touch it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's how it is though. Like I cringe at it when I like look at the whole video on my computer because I have like all of my videos on there. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, like, kind of glad I did it because I've gotten some, like, comments about it, like, around that time where people were, like, wow, that's, like, that's a cool message. Yeah. Like, it was, like, that Charlie Chaplin, like, speech thing. It was, like, super long. It's really a good speech, though. Okay. Or it's, like, from a movie excerpt or something. But, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, kids from, like, Saturday that were, like, yeah, I kind of didn't like the intro, but they were young. And there's, like, some that were, like, wow, like... <laughs> I never really like thought about stuff like that. So I guess it kind of made some kind of a difference. Sure. Yeah. I can't really like want to change that, I guess. Well, yeah. And I mean, props for like putting a skate video out that actually had some sort of like philosophy behind it. 
instead of just like look at us being athletes and doing hard stuff yeah you know like it's cool that you almost had like a narrative to it because yeah i mean i I do agree that like sometimes skate like the skateboarding landscape is just so big like it is kind of hard for everyone to feel like unified and like yeah sometimes you don't skate with certain people then like sometimes little clicks happen like it is what it is you know it's yeah it's not the end of the world but like yeah it would be sick if we were all like sort of one cohesive movement like all sort of ebbing and flowing with one another yeah um and it sounds like that was i mean i think that's a very like noble premise to to get behind and start a video yeah so i mean yeah fucking cool i didn't know that like i was just sort of like equality what's this all about you know i could pick out little bits and pieces from the actual video but yeah it's always cool to like get into the mind of the creator so i appreciate you uh spilling your perspective on that yeah thanks for asking yeah no dope video for sure and that was what 2015 ish uh 2016 2016 i think r&b was 2015 oh okay so, so i made equality like in a year yeah so not a whole lot of time as far as a full length yeah i was like on. super like fascinated with filming around mm-hmm. that time so i was yeah. just always filming <laughs> right did you did you have like footage of yourself in there though too oh i did yeah yeah i had like a part in that one i forgot about that when you're responsible for the video itself does that make you skate harder or less hard because you're focused more on like filming oh. other people and stuff um i wasn't skating as much um but everyone told me I should have a part in this one because they wanted me to have a part in the first one. So, mm-hmm. like, Marcel and Eddie can film. So if I was just out, like, warming up with them and something was working, I was like, hey, let me, like, try this. And I'll nice. just try it and then film them after. Yeah. So it was just kind of like me just messing around, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's sick when you have, like, homies that you're filming that also are down to, like, switch roles, so. Yeah. Because, man, dude, filming can be exhausting. Like, if that's the only (laughs) thing you're doing for a whole session. Yeah. I get bummed if, like, my friend hasn't landed, like, if my friend hasn't landed their iPhone clip in 15 minutes, you know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, my arm's tired. (laughs) I'm trying to skate, too. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that's sweet that you're able to kind of get your revs in as well. Who's the best filmer out of you three? You, Marcel, or Eddie? Oh, man. I really loved how Eddie filmed. Um, I stole a lot of transitions from him. Sick. He would do, like, this thing where he would face the camera upside down Whoa. and, like, turn it up. And it would have, like, this crazy effect. So I stole, like, a few of his tricks from him. Nice. But I would also, like, add, like, something to it to make it kind of not fully stealing it. Yeah. Took a little, I, I pretty much stole it though. But, took uh, a little page out of his book. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's rad. He's yeah, there's uh, I forget who said it, but there's no such thing as an original idea. Yeah, you for know. Sure. Yeah. Fuck, man. You think I'm the first person to do a skate podcast? Hell no. I thought you were. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> yeah, you can you can believe that if you want. <laughs> I won't correct you. Um. All right. Cool. So then. How did Art of Hiatus, Art of a Hiatus come about? Um, that came out in 2018, so I didn't make a video for a year, so mm-hmm. I took a break. Not sure why I took a break. Maybe, Probably because you just worked your ass off and put out two skate videos in two years. Maybe. I think a lot of my friends and stuff were moving or like getting into different things. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Marcel and Eddie and 
all the people that had parts before then had a part in this one. Yeah. So I think the art of hiatus randomly came together in some mysterious way. Like people just gradually starting like becoming a part of it. And I was like, oh, maybe I can actually like make a video. And that's when I was filming like Sam Snead a lot. Yeah, dude. That part was crazy. Yeah. See him like. He had the ender, right? He did that psycho like across and down. Yeah. Grind. Yeah. All those tricks that he was doing. He was just like learning them and on the streets. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, like, I think I could do it and laugh and get close and then do it like in five tries. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. And Jermaine, too. Like, he was like just randomly learning stuff mm-hmm. while we were filming, too. Those were like really good times. Yeah. I feel like you've, yeah. I feel like you've like, you've given a pedestal to a lot of like really talented up and coming skaters, too which is a super sick, like, someone needs to fill that void in the community. Like, somebody needs to be the guy that's, like, busting ass filming everyone so that they can put their shit out there. Do you feel, like, proud of that at all, or are you just kind of, like, whatever? Like, it is what it is. Well, it's not whatever, but I don't really, like, everything you do makes a difference. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really try to, like, take credit for anything like that. But yeah, it's cool to, like, see everyone like grow in the way they are after like me like spending so much time with them mm-hmm. uh it's really nice to see like my friends growing up and doing cool things yeah on their own so. like sam having a part in cinco that was pretty psycho mm-hmm. like i that dude was like such a little grom like back when i was <laughs> still young and skating like he was way younger than me it's like his journey has just been like full speed ahead like just getting better and better and better yeah and yeah that must have been a lot of fun to uh i don't know be there and witness this process mm-hmm. is there like a specific person that you just like really enjoy filming with uh um, maybe more so than others i like filming with drew dolan oh hell yeah i miss like filming with him yeah it's fun we would always just like not be serious mm-hmm. and i don't know i think in that video, we were, we were just, like, randomly filming. I was like, you should have a part. Yeah, he did have kind of a part, didn't he? Yeah, he had, like, the... Yeah. He had first part? I think he had the first part. No, Andrew did. Oh, that's right. So, he had, like, second part. And, um, yeah, we would just, like, go out. I'm like, hey, you want to try something? And we'll just go uptown, or if he finds something, we'll just, like, fuck around with it. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah, Drew has an uncanny ability to make not fun situations fun. Yeah. (laughs) Such as skating at Soul Ride. I skated Soul Ride with him not too long ago. (laughs) And I was like so against it. I was like, dude, this is going to suck. I don't want to go here. But it was raining and it was the only where we could like the only place we could skate. And like I ended up having such a good time just Mm because, yeah, he's like not serious. He's happy. He's like flying off the walls, being energetic and funny and stuff. Yeah, shout out, big yeah. love. I feel like every time I've seen him lately, I just haven't been in a good mood, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, dang it, I hope he doesn't think like I hate him or something. True, Dashawn doesn't hate you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't be in a good mood. Yeah. Probably shouldn't skate then either, but... I don't know, whatever. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Skating... Uh, I definitely do skate when I'm in a bad mood. 
sometimes because yeah. it's like 50 50 sometimes it helps you feel better but then also sometimes you like can't land anything and you're in a worse mood and you're like why did i even try to skate yeah but i feel like going out and trying to skate is better than like just sitting around being bummed yeah i don't know i feel like i'd rather like go for a walk or something i feel like True. that helps me out so much better yeah. every time i skate it's just like I don't know. I'm passing that energy off to like all these people I'm around. I'm like, man, I probably shouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. I should just go home or go yeah. walk or something. Spell it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, I feel that, but I want to talk about skating more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So skating with uh, Andrew Bumgardner, there was, uh, I can neither confirm or deny this, but I think he might have been trying to film an entire part at first word. <laughs> yeah. Was that like, did that, am I accurate? Mm-hmm. Sick. At what point did that not happen anymore? <laughs> uh, I think it's when he moved to Boone. Just ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Shit. Charlotte as often, so I would come yeah. to Lenore or he will meet me in Lenore because Boone's not that far from there. Mm-hmm. And I think we filmed at your house too. Yeah. Like I, the little ramps. Yeah, stuff. yeah. And I went on you with the filming mission with Drew where he got the wall ride down the triple set. Oh, yeah. You also yeah. got that one clip too. Like uh, the pole jam. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I didn't. I don't, I don't like that one, <laughs> but whatever. That. I love that clip. I like how I filmed the um, knock and fly tree flip. Yeah, I didn't like how it dribbled off the ground, but whatever. Dude, we sick. are our own worst critics. The switch pole jam was sick too. Hell yeah. Dude, I like the little intro section at the house. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I don't, dude, I don't know if you knew this, but that house like burnt to the ground after we moved out. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like it's like in ashes right now. It's really gnarly <laughs> looking. Damn, what happened? Uh, Just like- dude, I have no idea. Like, I, I didn't hear anything about it. I was already moved out by that point. But yeah, I like saw on Instagram like just our house up in flames. And I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. Damn. So. At least... I think you got out of there. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but super sick times. Like, yeah, to anyone who's curious, that was like the opening sequence of Art of Hiatus where Andrew tries to do like a full, like an ollie and like kickflip his board with a crutch and he just like <laughs> shoots out and dies. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Dude, and again, I love the song choices you use. You definitely have like a very uh, particular ear. Because like when I watch your videos, it's very like, soulful and like has a lot of feeling to him and that opening part every time i go back and watch it it's just like nostalgia and like good feelings like it's really sick nice that's kind of what i was going for so it's cool to hear that yeah Yeah. totally no your your artistic vision was uh properly executed all right what's the (laughs) what's the ugliest andrew bumgarner clip you've ever filmed oh man let me think the ugliest (laughs) like me filming it uglier like no him looking like a dork (laughs) he always looks like a dork but it's like in a good way though (laughs) he's always dorking on the skateboard yeah i filmed like a clip of him like he's skating like this tree that fell down it was like uh like a branch that ramped up and then it went back on the tree so you like board slowed and then hit like the the branch and it went back to board slide sick it was kind of cool I only yeah. ever used it, but that was like the dorkiest trick I've ever filmed in. <laughs> right on. It was sick. Hell yeah. Shout out. Uh, he's in town. I'm, I'm, I might try to go hang out with him tonight. I saw him yesterday. Uh, right on. Hell yeah. How's he doing? He's good. Good yeah. man. Yeah, seems pretty hyped on Oregon, so. 
yeah. I don't know when the next time we'll be back is. Yeah, man. All right. So Art of Hiatus. Um, there was some point where there was an interlude, and I believe it was Trey Boyd. He's trying <laughs> to film this kickflip nose slide on a big-ass ledge. A random street woman comes over and offers some sexual favors for landing it. <laughs> Which, of course, he lands the next try. Mm-hmm. Um, can you uh, <laughs> can you confirm whether or not she was a woman of her word? Did she stick to her end of the deal? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe. Damn. I mean, when you're not around, maybe he like, found a way to like meet her or something. <laughs> you have to ask him that one. Yeah. That's awesome. Know, though. He got the kiss, though. Yeah, he got the kiss on camera after she was like, acted like she wasn't going to do it. She yeah. was like, oh, no, I'm faithful to my man. And yeah. then she kisses a sweaty skater on camera. So yeah. I don't know about that one. I think she meant like faithful to him because she gave him oh. money after. Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe. That would have been kind of fucked up. If- <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm Okay, so I misinterpreted that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, she straight up gave him cash out of her wallet, which yeah. is pretty wild. Was she literally just a stranger passing by? Like, how did she come into the picture on that session? Uh, we were just skating. She was walking by. Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> she also, like, gave him wine. Yeah, I was going to say, like, she, she like, maybe wasn't in a sober mind state. Like, maybe on the way back from a bar or not something. Not at all, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of legendary, though. And uh, crazy <laughs> shit happens when you're street skating. Oh, yeah. That definitely time. stuck out to me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's pretty wild and props for just putting it in the video like unfiltered yeah <laughs> i thought that was so funny i was kind of skeptical though because like cherry was like uh with this girl at, at the time and i was like you want me to not put this in here and he's like no put it in there man <laughs> like he's all hyped about it <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah i was like all right if you want me to <laughs> <laughs> shouts out dude yeah all right next question why the fuck is trey boyd so good Dude, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's been good for forever, huh? Always been good. And he doesn't even skate as much right now. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, a lot of footage for, like, the new videos coming out. And I don't know. He, like, won't skate for a long periods of time because he's doing, like, other stuff. And when he comes back, it's, like, nothing ever changed. Yeah. He's trying, like, the craziest tricks. <laughs> when you got it like that, when your level is that high, it's, like... That's the only level you know, I guess. Yeah, I wish I was on that level. (laughs) Be cool. Shit, you have no idea who you're speaking to. (laughs) Like you're, uh, you're, you're way closer than I am. But yeah, so that was funny. I mean, I've I've never met Trey personally, but like his footage is always very like just got the sickest style. Like everything's really proper. Mm -hmm. So I'm yeah, I'm he always and like from the B-roll shit, like just the random stuff. Like for example, that crazy woman their interactions like (laughs) he looks like he's got a lot of energy he's like a fun dude to be around oh he's he's funny (laughs) yeah so funny dude another person i gotta ask about is aaron pennington i'm like i'm like a huge aaron pennington fan Mm -hmm. like uh, how long does y'all's like filming and skating together go back so aaron was like in the circle of like e-trade and drew so I would always skate with them. All did, the time. did he grow up in Hickory? Yeah. Okay. He, like he's from Hickory. Word. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think he like was doing something in Charlotte. So, like 
teaching or something. So that's how like I started filming him. Mm-hmm. He would just come to Charlotte a lot and we'll just skate. Yeah. And I'll just come down to Hickory and film him too. Like when we're making R&B, I think. Yeah, I love Aaron. He, I was like obsessed with like his skating. Like a lot of my tricks now is like because of him. Like the back when 80 nose grind and yeah. switch crooks. Yeah, you got so the... my skating's heavily influenced by him for the most part. He's a good person to be influenced by. Yeah. Yeah, and you got the backside flip, nose grind, revert. Aaron was also the first person I saw do that. Yeah. Well, that's just like a wild <laughs> trick. And yeah, I mean, respect for recreating that one. That's like, it's like doing a perfect replica painting of the Mona Lisa <laughs> or something. Like, that's such high-level shit. Like, yeah, the original is amazing. The, the duplicate of it is amazing, too. And that's cool that you kind of, like, gave him credit and shouted him out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. How long did that take? Was that like an all day battle or? Uh, I've done it before. Damn. But like not as good. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, yeah, maybe I should try to do it good. Yeah. And, you like a proper one mm-hmm. to do him justice. Yeah. It was kind of late too. I didn't really have ask him when to film it. I was mm-hmm. just trying to see if I can do it. And then Marcel was just kind of sitting there. Hell yeah. And he was like kind of interested in filming. So I was like, yeah. cool. That's dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shouts out Aaron. Um, so you got those three full links behind you kind of in your uh, portfolio, so to speak. Any thoughts of doing another one in the future? Yeah, I right think on. so. Yeah. Um, I kind of stopped filming cause I haven't been skating and I was like, I want to see if I can do some tricks. And also I always wanted to like get some kind of sponsorship cause of, it's like a dream as a kid yeah so i just thought i'd try to see if i can at least get free stuff <laughs> sick so i tried that out so so you basically took a break from filming to focus more on your own skating yeah just because mm-hmm. i'm getting older I'm was like, that can't skate forever <laughs> true that yeah i could always film later on so yeah 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 that's a really good way to look at it i'd say you uh pretty damn well succeeded uh your video part for Central was like, what, 11 minutes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like 11 minutes of shit that I could never do. Like, gun to my head. Like, no chance. There's no way I could do any of that. Um, so, I would say you have my vote for uh, North Carolina Sodi just because of that video oh. part. <laughs> oh, that's my thought. Some yeah. good ones out there. Uh, there's some good ones, but yeah, just knowing you and like, yeah, just whatever. It's just really good stuff. I know you probably don't like to talk about your own skating that much, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just curious as to like what your mindset and process was for filming some of the most insanely difficult shit imaginable on a skateboard. Man, I don't know. I was thinking about that like recently cause my process is kind of different now, mm-hmm. but I think at that point in time in my mind, I was like, I can't like give up or like tell myself I can't so I was kind of like using affirmations a lot okay it's like all right I can do this and I'll be at work thinking about a trick all day and like visualize it so I was kind of like messing around with that so I would just like do that all day and then try to trick for however long it took damn so I was like really focused on like trying to make a part I always wanted to make dude that's inspiring as fuck yeah you like mastered your mentality and manifested what you saw yeah, there's like some tricks I did too that I've always wanted to do, but just never did because I was filming. So mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to have Joey like film me and make 
Yeah. My dreams come true. Sick. Shout out to Joey Dennis for that. Yeah. And also 5301, the whole crew, they we all push each other and still do to this day. So. Yeah. I I think I was living <laughs> in Raleigh at that time. A lot of the younger guys in that video, like I'd never even heard of before. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like randomly came across it through word of mouth, like 5301. It's like a Charlotte skate video. And once I saw that you had a part in it, I was like, oh, sick. You know, I probably know like at least some people in this video. And I was like pretty damn impressed with like what a properly done production it was. And like all the skaters kind of had that vibe of like each one kind of fills a different type of skating to create a cohesive video. Like Mm -hmm. you got the tech dudes, you got the gnarly dudes and you having kind of the last part. I thought it was dope how you went with like a more mellow last part instead like or i guess maybe that was like was it joey that did the editing oh yeah yeah we kind of edit it together okay word yeah Yeah, but it wasn't like i was telling him what to do i was like hey this would be kind of cool and he'd be like yeah this is cool and it just kind of like came together like that so but i mean like most most skate videos if i think last part i think of like I don't know, explosions and guitar solos and crazy gnarly uh, handrails. You know I what I mean? mean? Yeah. But yours was a lot more like soulful and then like kind of relatable, despite the fact it was difficult. Like you weren't skating huge spots. It was mostly like tech stuff and like a lot of night skating and stuff like that that had just like a really cool vibe to it. Then the song as well. I, well. I think there were probably a couple songs, but you had like the one song in the middle i think was like really uh, catchy and like groovy and dude, just like that's my favorite song yeah it was just like feel good <laughs> yeah it just like made me feel so good listening to it the like, lyrics is just sex dream marine that's all it is yeah <laughs> i dude, just love how awesome. it sounds though so yeah, it was like simple and repetitive but like in a way it just like commented your skating like awesomely so yeah i think yeah. that was like a masterfully put together piece and something like do you think you accomplished like the part that you always wanted to like are Uh, you happy with it or do you still think there's some things you would have liked to have gotten in there oh i love it i was like done filming for a while and then things just kind of kept happening i was like also like starting to take like mushrooms at that time too so things were kind of (laughs) like it's kind of connecting it was kind of fun dude far out Oh, the first song too. Shout out to my friend Mike in Asheville. He like made that song. Right on. Yeah. I like send him like the, the middle song and I was like, can you like make a song that like kind of go along with this, like kind of dreamy and he did like first try and it was crazy. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Really sick. Mm-hmm. Dan, did you film any of those tricks on mushrooms? A good bit of them, yeah. <laughs> oh I wasn't tripping though. It was like microdosing. Yeah. I never tripped before. It's kind of like enough to Interesting. kind of keep me focused. Yeah, apparently it fucking works. So yeah. props to that. Do you remember like a specific trick that was the hardest battle? Like which one took the longest you think or was the most stressful? Oh, man. Or were you just like chilling on shrooms, like not giving a fuck the whole time? Oh, I got, there's times where I've exploded. <laughs> I know it sounds funny to say as I'm. Not sounding exploded, but there's like the no, I didn't get too mad on that one. There's like uh this one trick where I did switch nose mangle drop down to nose mangle shove. Mm-hmm. I remember um, that. It was really frustrating. That took forever, and I was about to give up, and then 
happened and when I blacked out. As I, was about, I literally was like last try or something and then it worked. And then another one was probably like uh, a trick that probably wasn't like one of my hardest ones. It just wasn't working. There was like this switch nose manual fakie flip on this purple ledge. Mm-hmm. It like took me so long. I remember just like being so mad and like <laughs> I was just throwing my board for like 10 minutes at trees <laughs> and screaming and then I like laid down in the grass for a minute and came back after like cooling down and like kind of getting it. Nice. I remember just being not happy about yeah. getting it. I was like, dude, I do this all the time. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you just had to rage out a little bit. Yeah. I feel that. That's relatable. I don't like film stuff ever, but if there's something at the park that's like not working, you almost want to try it more because it's not working. And then the less you land it, like the more frustrated you get. And I think it is super important to like take a step back and like take a break, like come back to it later, you know? Yeah. It's like get your Zen on, go sit, like go sit on the sidelines for a minute or do something else like carve a bowl or something instead. Yeah. Then come back to it. But man, I've never filmed a legit video part but the process of doing so, I could imagine, requires, like, insane discipline and, like, patience with yourself when things like that happen. Yeah. So. Especially when you're on trips and you only have, like, a certain amount of time. Yeah. And Stressful. also when you have, like, a bunch of people, too. You're like, dang. Let me see yeah. if I can figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, they're all just watching me blow it right now. Yeah. Shit. What are, uh, what are like, some of your favorite spots to get clips at in charlotte uh i like the white sculpture that's Sick. like on third street that thing's really fun is that where it has like the white ledges going around it yeah it's like these banks in different shapes you mm-hmm. can skate in all different kinds of ways there's cool. also like a stair set there too it's kind of cool um I like the courthouse, like the sculpture thing. Ooh, yeah. That ledge there is really fun. And the sloppy curves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what'd you do? You did like back 180, 50, something out. On the On the, the sculpture. sculpture, yeah. Uh, I did backside flip, 50, oh, 50 pop flip. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what it was. That was in Central, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That yep. I could remember you popping out fake. I just couldn't remember what you did into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty hectic. I've never been there. I've, I'm super lazy when it comes to street skating, but of all the street spots in Charlotte, I feel like that's the one where I would probably have the most fun at. It's so fun. They're like, yeah, it looks pretty mellow. Just like ollie over the bench, like some 50-50s, just like chill on the session. That'd be fun. You can slap me there too. Slappy, it's yeah. Sick. <laughs> Bring it on. One of my favorite clips, well, one of many people's favorite clips, this kind of went like viral in a sense, was when you did like the back power slide big spin out on that sculpture thing oh yeah <laughs> dude all right i i gotta get to the bottom of this like was that planned like did you have to wait for a rainy day to go do that or was it like improv like you were already there and it started raining and you were like i'm gonna uh, try this i was going there to like shoot a photo ebby mm-hmm. um for like his stoops magazine and um when we got there it started raining because I was originally just going to do, like, a backside flip into, like, the top portion. Because I've oh, done it before. And I was like, yeah, I'll just shoot a photo of that. And it was just raining. And I like skating in the rain sometimes. So Sick. I was just, like, 
wondering if it would just slide. So I was just like ollie on to it and just like seeing what would happen. Mm-hmm. And then I'd like just did a power slide and land it to fakie. And I was like, oh, let me try a shove out. And then uh, I tried a few and got close. And then I tried to do a shove on one of them and just did big spin. So the big spin was like a complete accident. <laughs> I was even playing on that. <laughs> and then after that, Evie just like shot a photo. Damn, you sure like, you, you sure you want to put that out into the airwaves? I don't even mind. Yeah, we can edit it. <laughs> it happened. So. Big spin was an accident. Nice. Yeah. Shit, a happy accident. Like, my life's just a bunch of accidents happening. <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wait, so what's up with Stoops, Mag? Because I haven't heard about that until I saw that, like, you tagged him in that photo or something. Oh, it's uh, um, this guy, Evie. He's... I'm not sure if he's from Charlotte, but he lives here. Um, he okay. used to live in New York and has a lot of connections. And I guess he just wanted to start a magazine. Sick. And it's pretty like well put together. It's really good. Damn, I got to get on that. Yeah, I've I've been a big fan of like the idea of making a skate zine for forever. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, skate boner mag was a really sick one out of Wilmington for like a long time, and I feel like there hasn't really been that many. Yeah. So. I mean, shit. Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll get in touch with them and see what's up. Yeah. Said their name's Ebby. Should. Right. What's up, Ebby? Shout out. Ebby, yeah. <laughs> he's cool. Yeah. He, I'm pretty sure he's down to, like, collaborate in different ways, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of culture going on in North Carolina skateboarding. It's, like, mm-hmm. hard to pretend to speak for it all or, like, be in the know about all of it. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've got a few interviews lined up in, like, different cities, like, not just in Charlotte, too, so trying to, like, get out there a little bit and, yeah, do justice for what it is. But that's sick, man. I, I love any sort of, like, independent creators out of out of the scene, like, doing their own thing, doing cool stuff like that. Um, was that Evie that shot the photo of you doing mm-hmm. the back power slide? Right on. That'd be a good interview, honestly. Yeah, she's... It's All right, pretty interesting dude. All right, I hell yeah. I don't want to know more about him, so I like to hear that. Yo, challenge accepted. Well, cool, man. Um, were you, like, officially sponsored by Armada? I was at one point in time. Okay. Were you working there, too? Yeah. Where? And like then a while ago. something flipped, and then you ended up at Black Sheep. Yeah. You ride for Black Sheep now? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Word. Um, what, I mean, what was, like, behind the scenes with that decision? Um, I guess just, uh, I feel like I wasn't really like growing there or like really feeling like anything was really happening. So Mm. I just wanted to see if I can like, I don't know, try to like do something with someone that would kind of like support me in in certain ways. Okay. Which Black Sheep has been doing really well. Nice. Kind of like helping me out with like my spending, like things being cheaper and discounted and sick. Josh looking out with giving me things sometimes. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's the fattest box you've ever gotten? Uh, uh I just kind of started, so okay. I got some Converses. Sick. Which is Hell cool. Yeah. And some Ace trucks. Damn, look at you. What yeah. about that, the Ace logo you got there? Is that some free swag? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. Free swag. I don't think I've ever gotten anything for free in my life. Yeah, it's like any other materials. Yeah. It's whatever. Comes and goes. I feel it. That's yeah. a good outlook. 
Cool, man. Um, well, I'm out of interview topics. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not really. Doing yeah. a great job. Shit, I appreciate it. I got to write longer notes, though. The first couple of episodes were long as shit, but yeah, the last couple, I, I want to make them like an hour and a half. Looks like we're chilling a little bit under that. Not that it's a big deal. I mean, if you start going too long form, people are just like, uh, whatever, start yeah. to lose interest. But yeah, I mean, all right, well, who's, uh, who's killing it right now? Who are you stoked on in the scene? Oh man. Uh, obviously Jermaine. Yeah. He's definitely like my favorite. Um, I don't know. Everyone collectively, honestly, like, not even skating wise, but bitches of chaos. Like they're sick. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. It's like a new movement, and all the girls coming up skating. I think that's cool too. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how that goes in the future. For sure. Uh, this is everyone who skates, honestly. Fuck yeah, <laughs> it's inspiring. Sometimes I'll just sit there and watch like that someone just try something, and like I'm like, damn, like. They're really doing ollie. Like, that's crazy. Like, a board's just popping up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always just try to, like, humble myself and go back to, like, the basics and try to remember that. Yeah. So that's pretty wild. Anyone who skates is pretty inspiring to me. <laughs> yeah. I get really in my own head if I do, like, a shitty kickflip. Mm-hmm. I went on a whole mission to try to fix my kickflips and, like, make them good. <laughs> and whenever, so whenever I do a bad one, I get really mad. But... Also, it's, like, important to step back and realize, like, I just made that thing flip over in the air and land back on it. Yeah. That's pretty wild. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, life's just crazy. Yeah. That you can do anything. It's so insane. Yeah. All right. So, that's shout outs. Who's killing it? Uh, who's blowing it? <laughs> Who needs to get their shit together? Oh, man. <laughs> Probably me right now. <laughs> I've been skating, like, once or twice a week. I probably should skate more. But... I've also been doing other stuff too. So. Yeah. What other kinds of stuff you been up to? Um I started running like oh, the other no day. Shit. Like two days ago. So not that long. Okay. <laughs> so I like ran before work. And it was cool because like I felt super energized mm-hmm. um the whole day. Oh, yeah. that's sick, yeah. Yeah. I, I go through phases of, <clears throat> of running too. I don't really have like the discipline to be like the dude that does it every single day. But every now and then, if you've like got something going on and need to clear your head, it's like super empowering to like just go outside and run it out. Yeah. Like audio books or podcasts or something. Just like get into another zone. Yeah. I should get some headphones. Yeah, you should. (laughs) Yeah. No, that helps a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Struggling. (laughs) No, it's funny. Yeah, good shit. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, let's just go over some like weird, random questions. That's it. Um, what trick were you the most hyped to learn the first time you did it? Like ever? Yeah. I remember like when I was really young, I just only had like kickflips. I used to escape my room that was in the basement. It was mm-hmm. carpet. <laughs> and um, I was just like trying Nolly Hills. And I did one. Whoa. After trying it for like two hours. Sick. Maybe longer. But I was just sitting there all day trying it while watching TV <laughs> at the same time. And then I remember like 
going to the skate park and like doing a nolly hill on the hip. Damn. So I was kind of psyched. Just like that, that, huh? You took it from the carpet to the hip. Yeah. No problem. Not like the next day, but like over time as I was learning nolly hills. I can't nolly hill now, so. Yeah, I can't do them either. I kind of wish I had it still. Yeah, go back to the carpet training. Yeah. <laughs> I got a pair of like those really abhorrent like carpet trucks. They're oh, like the rubber yeah. ones that are just like the two little stubs <laughs> instead of wheels. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, those things are garbage. <laughs> they don't work. Boards. Yeah, I bought them out of pure curiosity, but yeah, they don't work for shit. Yeah, they're kind of weird. Yeah. Remember the endo boards? Yeah, those are kind of cool. I kind of missed those. Yeah. I, I had one. Dude, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. I, I must need like balance training of some sort because I'm just really bad at holding manuals. But if you were like doing endo board shit growing up, maybe that's the secret because I know you can just manual for like as long as you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, somewhat. Like what's the, yeah, what's the technique? What's your training regimen for uh, proper manuals? Uh, I don't know. I think you just have to be calm and huh. patient. I also learned like um, if you keep your top half still and just maneuver your bottom half like like a pendulum, it kind of helps you okay. like keep going. I don't really move my top half too much. It's kind of move my bottom. Solid, solid advice. Yeah, <laughs> dude. All right. Um, what's your favorite city to travel to and skate outside of Charlotte? Um. Uh, or just like a trip or just city around North Carolina? Um, yeah, it can be wherever. It can be far away or close by. Mm. I remember at one point in time I was going to uh, Greenville, South Carolina a lot. Seeing oh. all those guys. Interesting. I missed them. That was so much fun. Yeah, I went there somewhat recently. I skated the Poe Mill DIY. Yeah. You know that spot? Mm-hmm. Is there like stuff, uh, are there street spots in Greenville too? <laughs> oh my God, there's so many. They no just keep shit. finding stuff. Huh. Yeah. Who's who's the Greenville crew? I don't think I I know anyone that Dude, you're talking about. There's Christian Del Pino. If you haven't heard of him, then you're missing out. All right. Uh, Robbie McCauley. You got Nick Pike. Devin Sweat's from there. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of I him. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. I skated with him when we were like indoor skate park groms. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. He's from there. Got Anthony Battistini, who's from there, but he lives in um, New York now. So does Devin. He lives in New York as well. There's a lot of people there. They yeah. like made some full-length films. I was in like one of them. Solid. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What's it called? Uh, in Touch. In Touch? Mm-hmm. Cool. Robbie took all the videos down, though. I'm kind of sad about that. Uh, I have the DVD. I can let you borrow it. Oh, hell yeah. It's Got the hard cool. copies. Mm-hmm. Dude, what a lost art form. Yeah. We need more DVDs in the skate game. We do. Yeah. Shout out Robert Thomas. He filmed iPhone Blues and made like hard copies, and I still got one laying around somewhere. <laughs> Damn, that's sick. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it, dude, it was a good fucking time. It was just a pure homie video. Like, it was yeah. all filmed on cell phones. Like, it was like sick. not super proper, but at the same time had like so much energy and like good vibes to it. And, like, there was a lot yeah. of comical shit in it, too. Like, a lot of funny skits and interludes and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's on YouTube or maybe Vimeo, but the sound isn't like the sound got cut because of the music. So oh, music rates. Yeah, that's yeah. why like the hard copy that I have laying around is like sacred. Yeah. Yeah. Pull up. Um, Shout out to Robert. He's amazing. Yeah, good human. He's come up in I think literally every episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's just the guy. He's like the most well-connected dude. I remember like running him and Lenore a few times. Yeah, like yeah. randomly he would just yeah. be up out there. Solid human being. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. What's your favorite spot that got torn down or isn't there anymore? Oh, man. There's this one spot in Lenore called um, BDB, which is like the burnt down building. Sick. I would wish I could escape skate it now because back then I didn't know what I was doing there was like this manual pad inside like a this factory that's got burned down mm-hmm. so like people didn't really want you in there because they probably could fall at any time but yeah it was really cool and like along the sides we had like these out rails like coming out and I just didn't know how to skate then I was just kind of rolling off the manual pad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lenore was sick for that. Like, with all the old, like, abandoned factories and stuff, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an interesting little town in that sense. Like, it has a, a neat aura about it. Yeah. And, yeah, there's definitely some cutty-ass, weird little street spots. Yeah. There's probably some stuff I've never skated, honestly. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. We could go burn down another building and make a DIY in it. <laughs> That'd be kind of sick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. The burn hole. <laughs> burn hole. <laughs> That's a good one. Holy hell. Cool, man. All right. Um, hmm. What trick are you the most proud of that you got at Board Paradise? At Board Paradise? Yeah. Probably like my kick flip back three on the bank or bank to wall thing. Oh, okay. I think I did that there. Yeah, dude, I, I think you did a big flip back three. Did you not? I don't think so. Just a kick flip back three? Mm-hmm. Okay, still pretty psycho. I think I just did that on the bank, that hmm. trick you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like probably 10, 12 years ago, so yeah. memory may be a little foggy. But did you like skating transition at all back then? Like, did you fuck with a mini ramp or anything at all? No, I didn't really learn how to skate transition to me with the Charlotte because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't grow up around, like, transition. <laughs> like, crusty-ass Lenore. Well, North Park counts. So, yeah, one quarter pipe there. <laughs> Dude, it took me forever to drop in on that thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to do it when I first started skating. Yeah, that's hilarious. But I could, like, 50 and do other stuff, just couldn't drop in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's hilarious. Yeah, I could... I've done like kickflip backtails before, but can never properly back nose slide. Like there's some tricks you just like skip when you're learning. Yeah. What do you have any other examples like tricks that you'd think you'd be able to do that you just never learned? Uh, probably like just maybe handrail stuff. Yeah. I remember like trying to like ski handrails. Mm-hmm. I've did like a front board down like a six stair. That counts. That's legit. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, maybe I could do something, and then. I just never, like, tried it because I don't think I would ever put my trucks on a rail. I was like, yeah. if I can't do that, then what's the point? <laughs> yeah, there's got to be, like, I feel like there's just, like, a certain piece of DNA that's, like, different on handrail skaters. Yeah. Like, when you can just, like, commit to that level and, like, put your trucks on a rail. Yeah. So psycho. And I've, like, tried before. I've, like, got myself to the point where I'm, like, pushing it, like, all right, like, I'm definitely going to do this. Like, just commit. Just commit. Yeah. And, like, can't make myself do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know you have all the skill. It's an ollie. Like, you know. Yeah, but all mental. Yeah. I feel like you can't really think whenever you're trying something where you can hurt yourself. Yeah. You just got to, like, believe in yourself. 
Which I don't believe in myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like flat bars though. Those are yeah, fun. Yeah. Handrails are a different game. Shit. I think everybody believes in you but yourself. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. how it goes. Alright, what's your favorite Sam Sneed moment? Oh man, there's so many good ones. He would just say random stuff all the time. <laughs> he just really fried things. It was really funny. Yeah, he's pretty far out, huh? Yeah. There's like one instance where he like it wasn't that long ago either. Probably like a year or so ago. But he like cut his hand like really bad. Trying to like kick flip crook like this little bench thing. Hmm. It was pretty funny. Um but like he had to like work the next day or something and he was like, Man, I gotta hold pants. I don't know how I'm gonna hold pants at work <laughs> And then like he was just like hesitating, like pouring water on him. He's like, man, I ain't slapping no ass cheeks tonight. <laughs> he just kept going on and on. I like, I think I recorded like the whole thing because I just set my camera down in front of him. Uh, that's and, hilarious. And then like this guy Bradley was like, man, you should probably like put some LSD in that cut. <laughs> just like random stuff like that. Uh, it was kind of cracking me up. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Sam's on a different uh, wavelength for sure. Yeah. Pretty far out, dude. Very far out. Yeah. But the nicest person you'll ever meet. Yeah. He's probably like one of like, he's younger than me. Mm-hmm. He's like one person I kind of look up to. Uh, that's Same awesome. as like Jermaine too. I look up to him as well in like Sick. certain ways. So. Yeah, right on. I guess it's not about age, but how you're living your life. It's not like a, like how they're Damn. doing it. It's wise. It's wise as fuck. Yeah, I'm trying to think of people that I look up to that are younger than me. For the most part, all of my friends are wasteoids, so <laughs> no one's really coming to mind. But you know what, Drew? We'll give Drew a shout out. I, I like Drew's attitude and his mentality about skating and life in general. Yeah, yeah, he's younger than me. He's great. Good dude. Good dude. All right. Oh man, <laughs> if you could be an animal, what would you be? Damn. I always like birds. Okay. I always like. <laughs> I always find myself looking at birds. I'm oh. pretty sure people catch me and wonder what I'm looking at. But, I don't know. I always thought they were pretty interesting. Just going wherever they want. You know, my uncle is like a hardcore bird watcher. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that hobby could potentially be something you graduate into when you can't skate anymore. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I could see it now. I've actually almost like considered like look, getting books about birds and learning about different kinds of birds, so... Maybe. Dude, from what I understand, North Carolina has like a sick bird watching scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Like there's a lot of really cool species and like there's like a huge diversity in a small (laughs) region. And like, yeah, people are all about that shit. Damn. I could, yeah, I could uh, get you in touch with my uncle and he'll freaking, he'll show you the ropes for sure. That'd be cool. Yo, I was tubing in uh, Boone, like floating down the river with some friends and, uh, shit you know i saw a bald eagle like perched up on the branch right above where we were tubing and it like flew off and then swooped back up the canyon like right in front of us and it was the most majestic thing i've ever seen in my life and i didn't even know the bald eagles lived in north carolina but apparently they're in every single state so yeah you can you can see one pretty much anywhere i don't think i've ever seen one yeah, I'll have to show you the video later. Yeah, it was completely epic. It, like, blew my whole mind. I was raving about it, and I didn't know why nobody else was as excited as I was. So maybe I'm, like, a bird nerd, too. 
You're that a different art. breed, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Shit. What are other like hobbies that you've thought you might enjoy, but you just haven't tried yet? Oh man, there's so many. Running was one. Yeah. I just started doing that. Dude, running uh, is sick too. It'll definitely help your skating. Yeah. Like your cardio and like your leg muscles and everything. Like I was thinking that too. Yeah. So, the only thing that sucks is like if you run in the morning and then try to skate in the afternoon, like you might be kind of cooked. Like it's hard to figure out the balance to where you don't push yourself too hard. Yeah. Because I've I'll, definitely run into that before. I don't like I want to run for like long durations. Just like enough to kind of like start my day. Yeah. Like, okay. all right, I'm starting something. Yeah, like a little 10, 15 minutes in the morning or something. Yeah. I feel that. That's good. Don't want to go too hard. But you never know where life will take you. Maybe yeah. I'll quit skating and start running. Dude, Ryan Lay. <laughs> Ryan Lay became, he's like an ultra marathoner now. Oh, really? Yeah, he runs like 100 miles at a time and shit like that. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, it's pretty psycho. Yeah. I think my my roommate inspired me to you. Uh, Kara Perry. She runs like five miles or something each sick. day. Or maybe two times a day or something. Something crazy like that. Yeah, that's hardcore. And then my girl, she also like runs. She started running because of Kara, I think. Mm-hmm. So Kara kind of got us all inspired. Dope. I just literally bought shoes like two days ago. I was like, I'm going to go run in the morning. You got it, man. <laughs> yeah, more power to you. Yeah. What about instruments? Yeah, I know you have like a oh, refined ear for music. Dude, you ever I play like... any instruments or try to? No. I always, <sighs> I've thought about like music, though. I'm yeah. like so like attracted to it. Yeah. Like... When I make playlists, it has to like certain sound a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. feel like I would like to make music one day, but I'm not sure like in what form or way, or like maybe write songs or something. Yeah, I just I used to play drums, and um, it was always frustrating to me how like in order to make music, like somebody else would have to write it. Like mm-hmm. I would have to be in bands with like a guitarist and like, you know, maybe their vision wasn't the same as mine. So like, yeah, yeah I would play the music, but like it wasn't, didn't really feel like mine. Like I didn't really feel ownership over it. Yeah. But just recently I sold a bunch of my drum shit and bought an MPC, which is like a little beat making sampler thing. So you can like take songs and sounds and chop them up and arrange them into like compositions. Oh, so wow. I, I, yeah, I just bought one like the other day and there's so much to learn with it. Like Damn, I'm very, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I think it might be, I mean, maybe it's like a weird thing that I get really into and then like forget about it, but also it might be like the thing that's been missing from my life this whole time, you know? Yeah. So, boom, we'll see where it takes us. Dude, I'd like to, you know, make my own beats for the podcast and shit like that, you know? Yeah, do it. Yeah, maybe one day. Sounds like you're building a bunch of like foundations for something big you know? oh shit it's yeah sick maybe so maybe i'm gonna take over the world i mean you could your own world yeah <laughs> don't take that's, over that's my own point. world <laughs> yeah honestly yeah, yeah that's take over your own world that's that's kind of that's kind of deep yeah. you know what i mean like really have ownership over your life and, and what you've got going on like don't just go through the motions like yeah damn spitting wisdom over here I don't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing you're doing great. Yeah, you make a fine podcast guest. I'm really psyched we got to do this. Um, holy shit! What about like art? I know you um you dabble in the photography, and I've seen on your Instagram you post like kind of some collages and stuff too. Oh yeah. How did that all come about? Like, uh, I don't know. I saw like uh 
like my ex girlfriend, she made collages. Mm-hmm. And I remember like trying to make one with her and I didn't get it. And yeah. I was like, uh, oh, this is whatever. And then like I guess years later I just like it's like eh, I got nothing to do. Let me see what I can make and then mm-hmm. I just started like putting things together somehow and it made an image and I was like, Oh, I guess I don't really have to think about it too much. I think I was overthinking it like yeah. that or something. Yeah, I swear that's such a big problem with like art in general or at least the way I approach it like I have technical skills in art and everything but like I just get so in my own head about like oh this idea isn't good like I can't think of anything creative and then I get frustrated and whatever yeah but yeah with the way you've described like your filmmaking process and like shooting photos and art and everything it kind of sounds like you're really good at taking a step back and just like it's not that deep it's not that serious let's just go for it and make something Pretty much, because mm-hmm. I generally have a problem with overthinking things, so I just do those things to kind of, like, not think, Yeah, I guess, for the most part. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah. I kind of, like, wrote a poem about, like, overthinking today, mm-hmm. how I was just kind of like, I can't really change that process, but I can, like, change the thought I overthink about, so. Interesting. I can, like, pick and, like, dissect into, like, art or something. Mm-hmm. Um have a good outcome from instead of like being in a scenario I don't need to be in that's not even real (laughs) yeah what um what made you gravitate towards poetry um just like I don't even know I just started writing one day Mm -hmm. had like a weird epiphany and I guess I just had to get something out somehow so I can see it It it's kind of like came out of nowhere Hmm. randomly and then I just started writing more and like reading more poetry and somehow like I almost kind of take it too serious now yeah I'm kind of like trying to take a step back and just kind of write whenever I'm feeling something instead of just writing to write yeah because I was gonna ask do you write every day Uh, I used to I have like a bunch of poems in my computer but a lot of them are kind of dumb sure I kind of like some of the dumb ones yeah but um some of them are just like a little too instructional maybe it's like me like trying to like tell myself how to do something that's so probably you, why so. yeah so you almost like journal in the form of poetry yeah okay cool because i'll like write about like um like what i'm going through and then i'll like come with like an idea of like how i can probably like fix that like towards the end so it's almost like a journey in like poetry form but i mm-hmm. kind of like like prose like charles Bukowski, like how he just like writes about like everyday things Okay. I kind of want to get to that point, but it's kind of hard to do that when you're like skating and do all that stuff all the time. So maybe that's like a old man's game there you for go. me, maybe when I'm not doing as much. Solid. Yeah. Sounds a little over my head. I'm not very like literary minded. Like I don't read and write that much, but well, you know, I have started journaling over the last, like the last year I've probably journaled more than I have ever before in my life. Um, <clears throat> And again, it just kind of helps with the overthinking aspect mm. of things. Like, like yeah, those thoughts are valid, but like get them out on paper so you can like objectively see them and like yeah. organize them a little better and, you know, think more rationally instead of just like, oh, I've got crazy thoughts flying around in my own head that are impacting my emotions and like yeah. affecting the way I make decisions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to get things out. 
Mm-hmm. It's just like you're putting yourself on a different format and yeah. you get to see it in a physical form. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with music too. I'm about to be making some fire beats. Mm-hmm. It's going to be sick. I'll yeah. let all my all my internal turmoil out in the form of fat-ass beats and I'm going to be stoked. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's sick. <laughs> That's why I love art. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Are you ever going to like sell any of your poetry or like try to publish anything? Not really. Okay. I don't know. If someone asks, I would be like, yeah, sure. But yeah. I'm not trying to like make a living. I don't really like thinking about money too much. Mm-hmm. Like the more you think about stuff, like the less likely you'll get it. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> I feel like money is the source of like 99% of frustration and like only very rarely is it ever the source of like happiness, you know? Yeah. It's just kind of like... I guess, yeah, the philosophy of just, like, push it to the back of your mind and don't worry about it. Like, as much as you can do that, that's probably the way to think about money. Yeah, for sure. Or, like, with anything, honestly. Yeah. Like, when I like, started getting, like, stuff from, like, Converse, I try to, like, not to think about that too much. Yeah. Like, I was just like, eh, it is what it is. Like, it'll come, maybe it'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be completely the opposite. I'd be like, "Yo, look at my free shit." Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of like that at first. I was psyched. Yeah, I, I would just, be psyched too. And then I got hurt, and I was like, "Oh, maybe." <laughs> you uh, never was, know. Yeah, maybe that was the universe giving you a sign to chill out. Yeah, That's I gotta funny. try to chill out a lot. Have a lot of those signs. <laughs> yeah, dude, you've always got a pretty um, admirable hat game going on. Mm-hmm. You got a favorite hat these days? Probably the one I'm wearing. It's just Sick. like this quasi red hat. I just like the color of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have this like hat that's just like has a spaniel on it. It's kind of cool. Has a what? Like a spaniel, like a dog. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, I found it like at my job. We get like lots of random donations. Sure. And it's like stuff they can't use. Yeah, just, no, that's a good one. Just kept it. I got a North Face out of the donations one time too. Oh, hell yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. Rad. The come up. Yeah. You're getting free product left and right. Yeah, from work. Some of it from, <laughs> yeah. Some of it from Converse, some of it from the lost and found at your work. <laughs> IP. Cool, man. <laughs> I'm feeling good. Like, I feel like we covered a lot of cool shit here. Yeah, same. And, uh, man, so like, what, like, like what's next? What do you got going on in the next couple of months, next year or so? I don't know. Try to like keep skating. Um, Joey's video is about to come out soon, or the new fifty three zero one one. Oh no way! Like in a few months, I think. Are you filming a part for that? Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah, I've been working on that for like about a year. Dude, you're a footage machine. You had like uh, the fifty three zero, or you had the central video part, and then also kind of like a throwaway part on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm telling you, man, Sodi, NC Sodi. Yeah, you got know. my vote. <laughs> <laughs> it's just tricks. Yeah. <laughs> that's just tricks. Um, so that's coming out. Um, I was about to have a photo book come out with my job. Cause no I was shit. documenting my job for like a year just with my camera. Sick. And they're like paying for that. So there's going to be a Humane Society of Charlotte book coming out like next year month or something they're gonna start printing rad yeah so yeah good for you man that's cool yeah thanks that was kind of spontaneous too i was just taking pictures Mm -hmm. (laughs) at work 
Yeah. Yeah. Sick. I'll have to cop one. I assume proceeds will like go to operations at the Humane Society and kind of go back into the the system. Yep. They like count as a donation, I believe. Yeah. And go towards like maybe like medications and whatever stuff they need. Yeah. Help out with that. Dude, fired up. Super sick. All right, man. Well, really exciting stuff coming up for you. I'm hyped. You seem like you're in a good place. I'm glad we got to reminisce on the old days of Hickory and Lenore and all that. Um, Yeah, man. Thanks for letting me uh, pry inside your brain a little bit. Yeah. It's been a super good time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Stuff I forgot about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Got sick. Cool, man. Well, I'll fucking, I'll see you around. See you, dude. All right, peace. Later. Absolutely loved sitting down with Dashaun and getting inside his mysterious mind a little bit. Uh, we dug into the memory banks and uncovered some good times and good people from the past. Uh, we talked about his process as a skater and his process as a creative. Um, and I'm stoked to see what he's been cooking up for the next video part. You know that shit's going to be mind melting. So at his core, I think he is a simple yet perfect human being and I think we could all do a little more to be more like him so words of wisdom this episode uh, speak softly and carry a big stick Dashan's a man of few words but he's accomplished a lot of remarkable things in this life because he lives through his actions uh, which is something I try to do every day but it's kind of difficult when you're naturally a loudmouth like me so yeah, I'll be working on that in the meantime. I hope everyone enjoyed this interview. Uh, for my next few guests, I'm going to try to cover some ground and get out of Charlotte, get some representation from some of the other dope scenes in North Carolina. So I'm really excited about that. I appreciate you guys kicking it with us. Big love to all y'all, and I can't wait to do it again soon. Later. <laughs>